0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of 100 Yards Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm going to be host and producer this afternoon, Logan Landers, and join me to talk about the NFC Championship game preview between the San Francisco 49ers and the Detroit Lions. As always, Mr. Football, Vincent Turner. How are you doing this afternoon, Vincent? Hey, how you doing today, Mr. Logan Landis? It's football time in the state of Georgia. Yes, sir. You are not kidding. We are talking about the NFC side of the pitcher. We just finished up a video talking about the AFC, who we think will be representing that side in the Super Bowl. Come very, very soon. And guys, before we get into it, if you enjoyed the episode, give us a like, follow, share, and subscribe on our social media platforms on Facebook and YouTube so you don't miss a single episode. We have a well over a 1,000-plus on each channel, and also you can check us out. On our podcast, thanks to the fine folks at the Believe Podcast Network for helping us out, hooking us up. And if you guys enjoy podcasts on platforms like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or really anywhere else, you can find us there each and every single week. Well, Vincent, let's get right into it, my man, talking about the San Francisco 49ers up to bat first. They got the close win in the divisional round against the Green Bay Packers. Final score in that game, 24-21. to San Francisco did most of their damage in the fourth quarter, where it matters the most. That's when they scored 10 points. But when you look at this game, and I'm going to bring this up, you say, oh, man, it was a close game. It was, you know, maybe you see something like that. Maybe it's a late-game field goal that got the win, or maybe they scrambled in the last minute. But, no, what I see is I saw a Kansas City, excuse me, I saw a San Francisco team just manipulate time management Just march down the field, Vincent, in a 12-play drive, 69 yards, over five minutes to seal the ballgame. That is what great teams do. They scored. They had just over a minute left in the ballgame, and Green Bay could not come away with anything. That's what good teams do. You don't panic in the fourth quarter, and you get the job done. And, you know, you give the ball to your best player, and that's been Chris McCaffrey ever since he got traded Over to San Francisco, he has been lights out. Obviously, 17 carries on the day for him, 98 yards and two touchdowns. He's been their MVP this season, no question about it. Brock Purdy did his work also. 252 through the air, one touchdown, no INTs, only sacked once. As long as Purdy can keep the ball clean, as long as he can keep it clean, not get sacked any, limit the turnovers, limit the interceptions, fumbles, San Francisco might be the most complete team in the NFL. I mean, I talked about Chris McCaffrey. I've talked about Brock Purdy. Let's talk about that dynamic receiving core. Tight end George Kittle has been electric this postseason. Four catches for 81 yards and a touchdown against Green Bay. Jawan Jennings has been solid as well. Brandon Ayuk's always there. Debo Samuel is always a big play threat. So this San Francisco offense, Vincent, while they didn't put up a ton of points last week, they did get the win. And like I mentioned the thing I liked most about them, Is that final drive when they were able to just roll down the field, do whatever they wanted to, and ultimately get the win? That's what I was most impressed by with San Francisco, that past win against Green Bay. But talk about their defense and how they were able to stand up Green Bay for most of the game.
0: I'm going to tell you, when you look at the San Francisco defense, I like the front seven. I think they haven't really played up to their potential especially in last week's game. I think Green Bay moved the ball on them a little bit, but when it was time, as you said, when it came critical in that fourth quarter, they made plays in that game. And I really like their front. When you look at Chase Young, Ark Umstead, Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, all of these guys right now, if you look at that D-line, they're Pro Bowl players, but the strength of their team is, man, Fred Warner is an outstanding football player, man. He might, I know we talked about Ron Quan Smith being the best linebacker in the game, but Fred Warner, I'm telling you, Logan, this is a guy over the last two years might be the best all-round linebacker in the game. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I got to give it to the hero. Now, a lot of people don't know here on 100 Yards Football, I went to the University of Arkansas, so I got to get a pig suey up today. I'm sorry. I don't care if you get jealous. I don't care what you think about this it. 100 yards of Football Dre Greenlaw was the player of the game, made two key interceptions, one in the fourth quarter to stop that final drive from Green Bay. The 49ers are a very good defense. I just feel like they didn't play up to their potential last week. They're going up against the Detroit Lions team that's red hot offensively under Jerry Goff. But I expect that the 49ers defensively with that front four I just mentioned and they two linebackers they're going to be playing at another level especially for a chance to go to the Super Bowl
1: yes sir well said let's talk about the Cinderella story the Rocky story of the NFL this year I like that (laughs) and that's got to be the Detroit Lions man with a team who 15 years ago didn't win a single game and after having you know some solid players, Matt Snafford, Calvin Johnson, name a few, having some you know rough seasons, a lot of losing records, got some busts on some draft picks for a while. But since the 2020 s, you could say, Vincent, they have been seemingly doing no wrong. Since they got Dan Campbell, they've been doing a tremendous job and, and kudos to their entire front office for the the draft class that they've had in the last handful of years. And also to Dan Campbell, obviously, we talked about him a good bit on the show, and uh, we always praise him. But, I mean, it can't be talked about enough how he's got not just these players, not just this team, but the city of Detroit, all of Michigan, to rally behind this team. that that hadn't won a playoff game since 1991, and they have now won two and now have a chance to potentially head to the Super Bowl with one more win. So before we even get into talk about this team, just have to give a shout out to them for just how much they've accomplished in the short amount of time that Dan Campbell has been there and completely changed this culture, bitten off a bunch of kneecaps as well. (laughs) But talking about this team on with Detroit, with their offense, you mentioned it, Vincent, Jared Goff has had somewhat of a renaissance, right? They, they kind of kicked him out of Los Angeles after the whole Super Bowl debacle, when he was still super young, uh, just getting into the league and, you know, everyone, obviously the trade with Matthew Stafford, we saw that matchup um, in the wild card round. But looking at what he's done, he has been one of the best players in the postseason, in the NFL, not just on this team, but in really in the NFL, if you look at it, how well he's done, the poise he's had, how he's been able to keep it clean. I mean, last week, 30-43 through the air, 287, two touchdowns, no INTs. And he has made big play after big play when you need him most. But the thing that would I think would put Detroit over the top if they want to win this ball game is that running room, that two-headed monster you got with Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama, four, out of Georgia Tech, nine carries, 74 yards, one touchdown for him. He's had a really good postseason as well. David Montgomery, the veteran, 10 carries to 33 for him. It's that running game that is going to have them go with the tempo, set it. And we know they're going to just run the ball down your throat. That's just who this team is now. They're not going to get cute on the outside and do a bunch of dance moves and juke moves. They're going to go and do some hard-nosed football, Vincent. They're going to give you that shoulder tackle. They're going to stiff arm you. They want you to be on the ground. And that's what this team's done. Receiving Corps has been top-notch. One of the best in the postseason. Almond Ross St. Brown has had a coming out showing. We know the man's been special, but in the last few weeks, he has really turned it up to a different level. And Sam Laporta on a busted knee and all, nine, nine grabs, 65 yards, and is still just fighting through the pain each and every week. I think Detroit has done a phenomenal job on offense. And you know credit to Tampa Bay, who they beat last week, 31-23. Tampa Bay had, you know, a lot of people gave them not much of a shot. Uh, you know, they didn't expect them to win one game and beat the Eagles, but there they were and much credit to them for making it that far. But there's just something special going on, Vincent in Detroit. And I love to see it. The fans have been on a tremendous roller coaster ride. No question about that. And I'm glad to see they're at their peak right now uh, in the city with how their football team's been doing, but go and talk about the defense of Detroit and what you've liked about them.
0: I like the story of Detroit, man. Um, See, Logan, you're a younger man, so I grew up listening to music out of Motown. And when you think about Detroit and you think about the sports prowess, you think about all the great people that came out of the city from L&M, the Thomas Hearns, Motown, Barry Gordy, the Supremes, the Temptations, Stevie Wonder. You got to love this story. And remember, when Dan Campbell took the job three years ago, I remember... I don't like to put other sports stations and sports um personalities on the blast, but I remember one personality. Uh, they call letters a uh, 680. That's a big clue. You should know who I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Play quarterback at the University of Georgia. I'm not gonna put his name out there, his initials BB. And I remember he called Dan Campbell an idiot for saying Dan Campbell. It's saying we're going to bite these kneecaps off. Well, when you look at it, and I know Logan, the Falcons are your team. You cover the Falcons. But right now, who's in the NFC Championship game? It ain't the Falcons. It's the Lions. Can you say that one more time, young man? It ain't the Falcons, Vincent. It's the Lions. Thank you. So all you people that thought he was an idiot, Dan Campbell from Texas, a young man that played in this game, he has the Detroit Lions, and what a story, man. Think about all the hard nosed players that came through in the Lions organization over the years from Lynn Barney, the Mel Far, the Alex Karras, help me Jesus, Charlie Sanders, Dick LeBeau, Wayne Walker. And now looking at what this team is at now, sooner, boomer, Billy Sims. Man, the story is fantastic. And the city has got to be on fire. Looking at their defense, they drafted a hometown guy out of the University of Michigan. Followed his father that played in Michigan, Aiden Hutchinson. He might be the best defensive player right now left in the playoffs. And, man, he doesn't he doesn't give you no moves. He's coming off the line of scrimmage with power. And what's so great about this, I always say God is in this plan. There's two players right now that started in the secondary that's from Metro Atlanta because we broadcast live out of here in Douglasville, Georgia, which is 30 miles west of downtown Atlanta. There's two guys that's from the Metro Atlanta area. Mr. Brian Branch, Mm -hmm. Roll Tide, University of Alabama starting strong safety that's played real well out of Sandy Creek High School. In the other corner, Cam Sutton out of the University of Tennessee, drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, but came over to the Detroit Lions last year as a free agent, the starting corner out of Jonesboro, Georgia. All I'm going to say is this. Your big-time players got to play well defensively for the Lions because they're facing a real good offense and a real good coach in Kyle Shanahan. But I'm going to tell you this. Aiden Hutchinson might be the best defensive lineman left right now in the playoffs. But a guy that's really, really took the Lions defense to another level. And I couldn't understand why the Philadelphia Eagles let him go. He had an interception last week in the first quarter against Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he might be the best all-around safety in the game. C.J. Gardner Johnson, you are that dude. You are that player. Eagles, you was insane to let him go. Look where he's at now. I love the Detroit Lions, brother. I love their story. And let me tell you something. It's going to be at 630, and it's going to be a hell of a football game. Oh, I am looking forward to
1: it, Vincent. Glad that, uh, you know, we get a chance to watch both these games this upcoming weekend. And it is now time for our predictions. And as, as much as it pains me, Vincent, as much as it pains me, whenever the, the playoffs first started, I picked two teams to go to the Super Bowl. And so far, they're both still in it. And so I'm going to have to roll with the San Francisco 49ers, crushing the dreams of all the Detroit fans, unfortunately, and moving on to the Super Bowl. Final score in this one, though, I want it close. I want it 30-27. I expect this might be the best game in the playoffs, I hope, between these two teams because you know they're going to battle each and every single possession I'm going to go with the 49ers, but if they lose, I will be just as happy if the Detroit Lions take home the win and move on to the Super Bowl. Mr. Turner, your final thoughts
0: and your final prediction. Well, I'm going to say this. Jared Goff played at the University of California in Berkeley, California, which is only about, what, 40 miles from where the San Francisco 49ers played at home games in Santa Clara. And Jared Goff is from that area, Northern California, San Francisco, Palo Alto. And he's coming home, but he's coming home not wearing that Rams uniform. He wearing the Detroit Lions, the Midwest, Motown, LM, and m His head coach, Dan Campbell, I'm rolling with the Lions in a close one,
1: 27-24. I will be looking forward to this
0: game, Vincent. As always,
1: tremendous, tremendous analysis. And guys, we want to hear your thoughts. Who's going to win this game? Who's going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl? Will it be the 49ers or will it be the Detroit Lions? Once again, for Mr. Football, Vince Turner, I've been your host, producer, Logan Landers. Enjoy your weekends, everyone. Go and watch some football. And we'll talk to you guys again on another live episode. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.